This is from the Kutei Sichas Chelek Tesvav, Sicha for Parshas Lech Lecha, Sicha number two. The Rebbe asks a fascinating question. What is the point of all of the stories of the Avais, the Jews prior to the giving of the Torah, what is the point of all of the stories of them performing the mitzvahs that they did before the giving of the Torah? We know that although the Torah was given in the year 2448, the Yidin that lived before then, Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, and the Shvatim, they all performed the mitzvahs of the Torah, even though the Torah wasn't yet given. And the difference in the quality of the mitzvahs is that since God had not yet commanded the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs that they were doing were limited by the limitations of a human being. And even the greatest human being has the limitations that come along with being physical. So, therefore, the mitzvahs that were done before Matan Torah were limited in their quality and in their quantity. But after Matan Torah, once Hashem involved Himself and, and it became that Hashem commanded the mitzvah, Hashem gave us the Torah, now when we do the mitzvah, we're doing the mitzvah not only with our effort and with our uh, capabilities, but now we have Hashem's effort and Hashem's ability, which of course is infinite. And so the impact of a mitzvah is infinite after the giving of the Torah. So basically, when you compare the mitzvahs before Ma'an Torah to the mitzvahs after Ma'an Torah, you're comparing infinity to finite. So what's the point? Why do we have to even, why do we even have to hear those stories about people doing mitzvahs that are, that are limited? What's, what, what is it? Why is it important to hear about them? Why is it important to learn about them? If they're so, so incomparably of less, lesser quality than the mitzvahs after Matan Torah, so why do we even read about them? The answer is that although the quality, although the godliness of the mitzvah is greater after Hashem commands them, however, because the mitzvah after the giving of the Torah is so godly, the role of the human being is diminished. It's almost like Hashem is doing the mitzvah for us, almost. Before Matan Torah, where Hashem had not yet commanded the mitzvah, every mitzvah needed to come from the person himself or herself. So the role of the person doing the mitzvah was much more pronounced. The mitzvah, every mitzvah, is supposed to accomplish both of these qualities. On the one hand, it's supposed to have an eternal and an infinite impact. On the other hand, it's supposed to have a finite impact, meaning it's supposed to have an impact that is real to the person who does it. The person who does a mitzvah is a limited person. The mitzvah has to have a limited impact, an impact that can be felt in the limited life of the limited person who does it. So although a mitzvah is eternal, but the fact that there is a limited quality to it is not a minus, necessarily. could be a plus. That's why we read about the mitzvahs that were done before Matan Torah to learn the importance of having the, having the mitzvah accomplish a limited, which means a defined, measurable impact on the person and on the world. That's why the Gemara says, Le'oilam, Yasek Adam, a person should always learn Torah, not for its own sake, because through learning Torah, not for its own sake, 
you eventually come to learning Torah for its own sake. And the Rebbe points out that it doesn't say that those who cannot rise to the level of learning Torah for its own sake should learn Torah not for its own sake. It says a person should always begin learning Torah for some other reason, and that will bring to learning Torah for the most pure motive. Meaning that the Torah needs to accomplish both things. It needs to accomplish a godly impact in the world, and it also needs to accomplish a human impact in the world.